Glenn Brown. Ryan Mion. We are here on our first episode of Love at First Try. Hey, quick caveat here from Ryan, one of the hosts of Recommendations Required. You just heard us call this podcast Love at First Try, uh, which it's not. We initially started the podcast with that name. Later switched it to recommendations required around episode, I think, five or six. Um, so for the next couple episodes, you're going to hear us call it Love at First Try. It's not. You know, 20 seconds into our first podcast episode, and we're already doing great. But I hope you like the rest of the episode. All right. Back to it. Mm-hmm. Working title. Working title. Working we'll, title. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I like it. I okay, think it's good. Okay. I think it's good. It'll hang around. It feels... At it, least for one episode. It feels to me, though, if you were on the Spotify app or, po- or whatever podcast app and you hit love at first try and then you heard these voices, you'd be like, hmm. <laughs> it just feels like it should be like an Oprah show or something. It does. It does feel a little uh, abstract. A uh, <laughs> little... <laughs> uh, the, I think it's the word love in there that's just really like... Yeah. But I want you to Makes love it fluffy. I, I want you fluffy to love is the, the word I'm looking fluffy. for. Okay, you know? that's a good word. But we're we're here for serious content. Serious content, <laughs> no giggling, no fun to be had here. Nope. Um straight faced. So, <laughs> so we're figuring this uh this podcast out. Um this is Glenn's first time on the mic. It is and yeah. anything. So this is very exciting. So I'm actually gonna throw it to you, Glenn. Can you explain to the listener? Oh God! What love at first try is what we're thinking of doing. Sure, uh, I can attempt <laughs> to explain and, this. And if if we need to cut out the the la- the next thirty tries of you explaining this, we can do that. So. Sure. Okay. Cool. I appreciate okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Just whoever's editing this, just edit all this out. Uh, I'll get it there eventually. Um, yeah. So essentially, uh, I think this sort of came out of every time we seem to hang out, uh, especially if we go a little bit longer in between hangouts, uh, we tend to come to the other person with a suggestion of like, oh, you got to watch this movie. You got to watch this TV show. You got to play this game, something like that. Yep. Um, and inevitably, um, I would say probably 80% of the time, neither of us try the thing that was recommended to us. That's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, we never get around to it just because we're both very busy people. Yep. And that's totally fair. Uh, and when I recommend something to you, I do not expect you to get around to it 100% of the time. But uh, this podcast can kind of serve as a motivation. Accountability. Yeah. To get <laughs> to get around to uh, trying those things. Um, so the idea is that kind of alternating um, one of us will at the end of an episode recommend something to the other person. They're going to go try it in between episodes and then we'll kick off the next episode with their review of what they thought about it, their reaction. Was it a good recommendation? That kind of thing. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they'll recommend something back and just kind of toss the ball back and forth. I think the other thing that's cool about this is like, so a little background on us as people as well. So we are currently in adulthood, late twenties, and we've been friends since oh high my school. God, late twenties. I know. Let's <laughs> just move. Why did you say late? Shh. You could have just said twenty. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, you're a child. Just accept the fact <laughs> that you're old now. Um, but we we met in high school, became really good friends, and then we actually ended up marrying both of our high school sweethearts, who also happened to be best friends. Yep. Um, that's not important to the story. I just think it's a cool little fact. <laughs> it is a cool fact. Um, so it's a, it's like, yeah, double dates are super easy because we're all been friends since high school. Um, but Glenn decided to move. We currently live in Illinois. I currently live in Illinois. We grew up in Illinois. You decided to move to Wisconsin. I did, yeah. Um, because it's cheaper and honestly makes more sense in well, a lot of ways. 
my my girlfriend at the time uh, decided yep. to move to Wisconsin. So, so I was like, well, I got to go to college and I kind of want to be close to her. So I guess I'm going to Wisconsin. Good, <laughs> good strategy. Good move. Good move. <laughs> so he moved and we just like really click with our hobbies. Like our show, you know, we it's always our friendship has always been. I don't want to say centered, but like that's been a huge motivating force of like doing stuff together. Yeah, sharing experiences together. And I think like out of a lot of my friends, Glenn tends to like enjoy the same level of play that I do. Like even as an adult, I think it's important that you mm-hmm. cut out time of just the seriousness of life and like do something that's stupid, whether it's a video game, a board game, just like engaging in that playful side. And so like I feel like the podcast too on one end is like, accountability for us to try these things but then also an excuse to just get together sure yeah catch up and then just get to talk about these things because as life gets busier and busier it's harder to like cut that time out so like this is just a good excuse like oh i gotta go record this episode and Mm -hmm. hang out with hang out with my buds so i'm excited for that and just to kind of see what things come out of it um we have a couple things. You you have something that you are going to pitch me on, but I'm trying to think I if do. there's anything yeah. else that we have to kind of explain. Um, I mean, do we want to kind of uh, quick peek into maybe some of the stuff we're into that yeah, might show okay. up on the show, like just general kind of topics? So yeah, let's. What are you current? What's you know? What are you currently into? What are some thing? You know, you don't have to say specifically, but what sure. are some things that you're interested in pitching me on? Sure. So um, I started formulating kind of a list, um, but uh, I think kind of our combination of interests is our our biggest overlaps are probably TV, movies, uh, board games, video games, kind of mm-hmm. stuff you kind of already mentioned. Um, so I have quite a few um, of like topics in those kind of categories. Yep. So those will probably be frequent ones. Um, but also... I have some like more weird ideas, like just fun stuff I find yeah. from day to day that I'll I'll probably pitch you here and there. So I wouldn't say it's going to be that narrow to those things, but those might be the majority of the things. You I know? think they're easy to fit in. <coughs> yeah, there is there is one that I specifically want to do, and I want to and I want to have you try it, but it's a really big time commitment, and you'll hate me for bringing it up. Oh. Yeah, it's Sweet. like not an enjoyable thing, but it's also really great. Okay. Um, so maybe, maybe in one of these episodes, we'll I'll go. This is the one I was talking about, our first episode. And you're oh, like, good. damn it, Ryan, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we'll. I'm I'm looking forward to like the good mix of topics. Like I feel like we'll both run into like a TV show we're talking about yep. that we just both absolutely fall in love with, all the way down to like I don't know, maybe one of us recommends like journaling to the other one or something yeah, and it gets yeah, like yeah. a little more serious and like we talk about like how that's improved our lives and stuff like that love that so yeah i think i you so there's also like an ongoing maybe you can also explain how my hobbies function in our friend group because i feel mm, like okay i okay. feel like you can also explain it better being on the other end of this because sure. i think this is also sure. a huge motivator of the podcast sure and where it's coming um, from Man, I've, my my gut reaction of how to explain it feels like I'm putting you on blast. Just a do it. Bit. Just put me on blast. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Um, so I feel like in our friend group, Ryan was always the like, oh man, I got this new fresh thing. Everyone's gonna love this thing. We should all get into it. And I think to be fair, sometimes that hits hard 
especially for me, I don't know what it is about me, yep. but I seem especially susceptible <laughs> to the things you recommend where you'll recommend something um, like a podcast and you'll recommend this thing to me and be like, oh, yeah, like I'll, I'm seeing you next week. Like, let me know what you think. And I'll come back next week and I'm like, yeah, I'm 300 episodes in. I'm loving this. It's Insane. so good. Insane. You always take it so much I take much it farther. way too far, which is sometimes not a good thing. <laughs> um, but for all of those scenarios, I feel like there was also an equal number of scenarios where it's like, I got this new fresh thing. It's unicycling. We're all going to get unicycles. We'll be a unicycle pack. You think he's never... making a joke? No, think he's this is not a joke. joke. This was an actual thing Ryan wanted to get the friend group into. <laughs> And for the record, my initial reaction was, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds awesome. I have all the time in the world. Let's get into unicycling. And then I was like, you know what? I better not be the first person no. to pull the trigger on this because I feel like I'm going to buy a unicycle and be the only one with a unicycle. <laughs> so I waited it out and no one bought a unicycle. What a surprise. No one wanted to get into extreme unicycling. No one no one was interested. So luckily I did not purchase a unicycle. Otherwise it would be sitting in my garage. Yes, right exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that was that was kind of the dynamic. You'd, you'd bring something to the table and we'd either all eat it up or everyone would just kind of check out yeah, <laughs> and, and not do it. And it was interesting. I've been doing more like deep dives into like why I do that specifically. And mm -hmm. one thing that I was learning is like about myself is I rarely can do something by alone but by myself mm -hmm. and not feel bad about it. Mm. So if I want to do something fun, I want to do, I like, if I can get other people to do it, then I don't feel guilty about doing it. Mm, okay. Which is like a little sad, but like, <laughs> We're working on it. I'm I'm right there. But the I think page. that was the, the you and I make the most sense because you will always give something a full try. Mm -hmm. Like you could watch it. I'll be like, hey, here's the show. And you're like, I watched the whole thing and I hated it. And I was like, I but I have to watch the whole thing. Yeah, you need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like people always say that to me where I'll be like, oh, you need to watch the show. But like the first three seasons are really bad. And they're like, that's too much of a time commitment. And I just don't understand that. I'm like, no, you just. You got to fully consume just, the thing. Yeah. You can't, you can't like smell the food and then say the food tastes bad. You got it. But then I guess that's also me like saying you have to eat the whole plate of food, even if you don't like it. So that now sure. doesn't work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like, um, I feel like the thing that I'm trying has to be pretty awful <laughs> for me to like cut it short, you know, yep. like pretty much like if you're going scale out of 10, like anything a three or above, I'll give it like a full shot. Like yeah. I'll, I'll watch the whole thing because for all I know, it improves oh, or three like three or above. That feels so low. It feels extremely low for most people. Yes. Um, but if it's like one or two and I know it's just awful right off the bat, yeah. then OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to waste my time on it. That's but fair. I mean, that's also changed. Uh, yes. Uh, re in recent <laughs> recently. So. Um, oh, how come? What changed recently? Oh, yeah. Like? OK. Uh, so my, uh, first child was born about 13 months ago. I just thought, what if that's the thing? You're like, you should try having a kid. This has crossed my mind. I was like, okay, okay. All right, okay, Jackie. So, so for the podcast. It's for the podcast, it's for Jackie. It's for the podcast, Jackie. Um, Jackie's my wife, by the way. So, uh, yeah. So I, uh, I, I have a baby daughter now, uh, Nora. Um, I guess Adorable. She's, she's a toddler now, I guess. Uh, what? What's the term one? They're a toddler, which is mind blowing to me. Um, like two. That's what that, I think two and three is toddlers, but I guess that's not. 
uh, yeah, I mean, right. I'm, I'm just going off the books, man. All um, right. But, uh, yeah, I uh, that has consumed a lot more of my time, yes. uh, obviously. Uh, so my my bar is maybe raised a little bit to a four or five. Instead oh, wow. Of a three it's or right, above. way yeah. up there now. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still yeah. down to try it. I did. OK, it did cross my mind of like, <laughs> oh, man, how do I weaponize this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that too. How do I make Ryan try things? To be fair, that... it has to be something that we've tried. I can't yes. go, hey, you should try moving to Cambodia. Oh, is that a rule we're setting? Ooh. I feel like it is. Because, okay, so. Can I suggest something to you that I have not tried? That's, okay, that's, that's a question. So I I have something on my list. Uh, It's a video game that I think would be very up your alley. Is this the vampire one? Yes. Okay. Um, it's on my wish list. Sneak peek. Um, but, uh, I don't think it would be up my alley. Like, I, I don't oh, think I would enjoy it. I, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot, like for the podcast. Um, but I think you, you have, to, I think you in that scenario. Okay. Okay. So like, I have, I have to, you don't, dive have, to, in a little you don't bit. have to finish the game. Okay. But like you could go, Hey, I tried this thing and I hated it, but I think you would like it. Okay. So, so we're, we're putting the stipulation. You have to, you have to also try it. Yes. So that way it can't be weaponized against the other yes, person. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, I have tried having a child, so. <laughs> yes. So you, you can weaponize Guess what's that. coming for you. <laughs> oh, great. I can't wait. Um, I think that's kind of it for the podcast. This will probably be our, one of our shorter episodes because it's just kind of explaining that. Well, are we going to do the B-side? We are going to do the B-side. Okay. Um, so in the next episode, I will be reviewing what Glenn's about to tell me. Mm-hmm. And then I will be suggesting something for him um have we uh have we um also acquired ads do we need to take an ad <laughs> break just i was literally <laughs> just to bring okay and we'll be right back i was just about to bring this up so glenn i text him this idea so i i run a production company that does a couple of other podcasts and we have other projects that we've been working on and so this is just a fun passion project that mm-hmm. i get to work on with my best bud but glenn got real like is got really excited and wrote out all these schedules for ideas of like how to format the podcast. It was like really, really helpful. And I noticed there were two ad breaks in like multiple one, like multiple structures of the podcast. And I was like the pure audacity (laughs) of this man thinking that more than 10 people will ever even see the album art of this podcast, let alone a sponsor will say, I'll give you money for this is madness to me. The complete insanity. Like, we've been running podcasts and, like, yeah, we have one with ads. And you're like, oh, we'll get two ads in there. I'm like, this this madman, who's going to want to pay for this podcast? Hey, we're very charismatic. (laughs) Maybe people fall in love with this. I don't know. Um, Okay, so I did. Okay, you're in the industry, I guess. I can ask you this question. Oh, jeez. I feel like I've listened to podcasts and episode one, they're yeah. like, and here's the ad break. And there's never an ad there. Like you get 50 episodes in and then finally ads show up in the ad break that oh, they're breaking for. So I'm like, are they like manifesting that they're going to have ads? Like they just put it in there to make them seem official. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we have ads. We just didn't this week. Very first ad. And we'll see you on the other side. And Glenn is going to give us the first thing for for me to try mm-hmm. all right we'll see you there what is this what is the first we're breaking the ice i 
No pressure. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm under a lot oh, of pressure. Oh, there's a ton of pressure. To kick this off. I hope this is good. Okay. So, um, I'm going to start us off with my favorite board game. Your, f- your favorite board game. This is my favorite board game. Better than, better than Dead of Winter. Yes. Better than D&D. D&D is not a board game. Mm. D&D is... A far more <laughs> far more than a board game <laughs> it's, it's a way of life um i okay okay if, so if D is a board game i guess that's my favorite but okay this is my favorite board game <laughs> this is after a great start okay <laughs> uh this game is called wingspan you ha- told me about this is a bird you, game have you played this game no okay good <laughs> okay so first glance, yes. This is your favorite this board game? This is my game? favorite board game, Ryan. I'm so excited to show you this okay. game. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So you said it's the bird game. Yes. Uh, this is correct. Wingspan refers to the uh, length from tip to tip of the wings of a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks for that. Yes. So <laughs> this, uh, this game uh, is themed on bird watching. So this this game has a deck of cards, and every card is a different bird, an actual bird. Wow. Yes. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm still so baffled, but this is your this favorite. This is my favorite board game. Favorite board game. I can't wait to blow your mind with this okay. board game. Okay. 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 To be fair, I have a bird. Yeah. What kind of bird? It's a parallel. I think that's in there. It's in the game. All right. His name's Louie. He's a blue parallel. <laughs> um, so, Yes. Uh, if you go on any like any board game website yep. that ranks board games, it's in the top ten of every single website. Wow. It's very okay. it's a very okay. good game. It's okay. one of the most popular board games ever sold. It's like gigantic. It's huge. Um, chess. At the, okay, Stand this, aside, okay, chess. Okay. <laughs> Here comes wingspan. <laughs> Here comes wingspan. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I I I do feel like uh, I it all the websites say it's a very popular game. Obviously, yeah. But I feel like every time I bring it up to someone, they're like, "Oh, I've never heard of that." I'm like, what? How? Like, it's one of the most yeah. popular games ever. You I know, think it's on Steam now too. Like, I think it sold more copies than Catan. Like, I don't understand how people are not on top of this. There's really, um, I believe so. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I, I believe so. It's up there. Um, I believe they just launched an online version that is like an esport of this of this board game. An esport. I believe so. Yeah, you can play competitively online at this game. So this is going to be so much of this show is going to be like don't judge a book by its cover because yeah and i'm realizing as you're explaining this like my interest in playing this game Mm -hmm. is purely based off you saying it's good Mm -hmm. because it looks like the most boring game from okay okay so yes the okay i want to start off it's uh designed by elizabeth hargrave uh and the art is by i'm gonna butcher these names uh catalia Rojas and Anna Maria Martinez uh, Jaramillo. Uh, I might have pronounced that wrong, um, but we'll give it a shot. Uh, the the art is very yeah different. It, um, it's a nice aesthetic. It's different than what you see. Mo- it's not comic book. No the like the close the closest thing I can uh, compare it to is almost Easter. Like it's very like pastel okay. colors. Yeah. Um, 
and like i mean there's eggs and stuff like that so it gives a little bit of an easter okay. vibe but it's very it's i mean it's supposed to be about bird watching so it's very nature oriented bright nice colors okay. like it's it's a very enjoyable game to look at in general yep um so uh do you know a lot of board game terminology uh just swing for the fences, okay, and I'll, okay. and I'll so probably not. I'm, I'm going to start off simple. This is a symmetrical engine builder. Okay. Yes. You know what that is. Yeah. Okay. For the listeners, um, there's two categories of games, symmetrical and asymmetrical. Symmetrical means that every player has like the same abilities, the same board, the same thing they are doing, and the same goal. Asymmetrical, um, which I believe root, might be a good example of an asymmetrical game. That's another game um, that I have not tried, but have people have said very good things about it. Um, or villainous is another popular one, where you um, you are playing maybe a faction or a character that has different abilities from everyone else, and your end goal for the game is different. Okay, so, so it's, dead it's winner like is a little bit. Yeah, there's you have like betrayers or something or Got personal it. goals. That's a little bit asymmetrical. I'm also realizing that I said I knew it was and I absolutely didn't know. OK, so I'm <laughs> well, glad it's a good thing. I explained yeah, I'm glad it. So this it. is this is symmetrical, okay. which means everyone is playing the same game with the same goal. OK, um, it's also an engine builder, okay. which um, essentially means that you are kind of building this machine that does more and more for you every turn. Got it. So, like, your first turn, maybe, like, one, let's let's just call it an event, depending okay. on the game. One event happens. Is it, like, is it kind of like Hearthstone, where every turn you can do more because you yeah. have more, quote, like, mana or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I'd say it's like that. So, you actually, um, there, there are four rounds, um, and in each round you actually have less turns. Like your turns, okay. your turns decrease throughout the game. Okay. But each turn does a lot more for you. Got it. So, like, let's let's say one one event will happen um, in that turn at the for your first turn. It'll just be like one thing that happens. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the game, you're taking one turn and you're like chain reactioning like twenty things that Got are happening. It. Okay, cool. Um, so your goal is to like get those end turns to be like super powerful. You're like and do setting a lot for you. something up. Yeah, almost like a rude with the rude Goldberg machine yeah yeah Kinda a little like, bit it's like yeah you're building this thing you're up so that building by your final turn yeah this huge reaction happens. yes exactly oh, okay. so, so this you're, is about bird watching this is what <laughs> okay you're just gonna keep throwing them back <laughs> at me okay yes it is themed on bird watching um the i i i didn't i don't care about bird watching at all i gotta preface that i i've never been into bird watching wait it's okay, never been hold, a hobby hold, of hold, mine hold, hold, hold. has playing this game at all made you at one point consider I should try bird watching. No. Oh, okay. No, it has not. Um, but it has like given me knowledge on birds. Like I'll see a bird and I'll be like, oh, that's a oh wow, that's that's, that's, funny. that's like a parakeet or like that's like um, an American crow or something like. Name another. One more. Uh, one more. The, one. S the spoonbill. Wow, um, deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like it is, it has given me knowledge on birds and like, I don't know, like it's, it's just cool to kind of yeah. learn about a new topic. Uh, I have never once thought I want to go to the park, sit on a bench and watch birds. Um, Not until I try it yeah. and then I have you try it. And then we'll both be on a bench, on old a bench. man, old man, old watching, man yeah. watching birds. Um, 
but um it is really cool that like each each card has a different bird on it right um there are no replicas there are no okay. repeat birds there oh, this this deck is like at least 300 cards all 300 all... unique birds okay um there are like ability overlaps where like um let's say uh, let's say it's a hummingbird. Mm-hmm. There might be like ten different species of a hummingbird. Yeah. So those are ten different unique cards, but they all have the same hummingbird kind of ability. And what are, what are these abilities like? Driving cars, sniping. Okay. Like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, are the birds? Uh, Can you tell like what kind of board games I play? That like my head's just like. Which yeah. I think what's interesting about this game. This so falls slots right in with the kind of board games you play. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Fighting zombies yeah. and summoning things and, and yeah. yeah, like war games, war stuff games. like that. Yeah, yeah. birds. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but the really the really cool thing is uh, each of those cards. Um, there's like different abilities that those birds are doing. Right, you're trying to like yeah. use these abilities to your advantage. But like the abilities, you you're like playing with like their nests and they have different mm. nest types. And, um, like there, there are different, like unique properties to each of these birds that are 100% accurate to the actual bird. So like if a bird has like a stick nest that will do different things for you, but that bird actually builds a stick. So there's a huge educational side of a little bit. Yeah. And, and you can, you can dive as much into that as you want, or just completely ignore it and just play the game and that's fine. But there's also like a little, like. Um, it gives you a map of the world on where these birds, li- like their habitats are, and okay. like a fun fact about the bird at the bottom, which you don't have to read by any means. But um, that's just I, like I, I kind of like little that flavor, little flavor text. I, I like that touch. Um, uh, but yeah, it's um, the other thing I wanted to say was um, there's a lot of games that employ this kind of dynamic, um, like Villainous uh, Scythe. Um, I don't know if you've played these these games I've before. Heard of Scythe. Have you Scythe. played Scythe? I have played Scythe many times. Uh, it is very complicated. I still am very poor at it. Okay. Um, but it, it, you basically, every turn, you have four options. Okay. There's like four things you can do during that turn. Um, and you want to very strategically pick the thing you are doing in a certain order based on the cards you have mm-hmm. to kind of like do, like, if you do the right things in the right order, you'll build the engine faster basically okay um and there's no restriction on like some games you can't go to the same thing twice like you can't do the same option twice yeah that doesn't have that that restriction's not here you can just spam an option if you want um but yeah you're you're picking through these options you're 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 randomly drawing birds so you really have to change your game depending on the birds you're drawing okay because they'll have different abilities that play off each other differently stuff like that um uh um, my one, my one kind of caveat, uh, okay. before we return for the next episode is I would like you to play the game at least twice. And we're actually going to do, I'm actually going to play the game like right after, right this, after this episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think ideally three times, but I think you'll get it in two. Like you're, you're familiar with board games, but it's essentially I, I say that because the first game you're really learning how to play this game and how it works. Okay. And since it's an engine builder, right, you're mm-hmm. building up this this big thing. Very often, everyone I've played with for the first time, they get like halfway, three quarters into their first game, and they're like, oh, I understand this now, but I haven't been building the engine this whole game yeah, because I just, didn't get it. You're just doing like 
like turn by turn. You're yeah, not thinking yeah, big picture. But by the end, you fully understand it, okay. but it, it's too late at that point. You know, okay. like you you need to understand it at the beginning of the game so you can build the engine. Got it. So it's that second game where you go in kind of understanding the mechanics where you can hit the ground running right off the bat mm. and really play the game, which is I why I want you to do it I think the case for twice. a lot of lot of board games yeah. that first one's just so cl- like the first game's always so clunky yeah and then you really get into the nuance and really get to like dig your teeth into the yeah the I different would, like strategies of it yeah i would yeah i would like you except said, for katan for some reason true. every time you're first yeah. time play katan you win like that's just <laughs> yeah yeah there i mean there i think there are games where that's more true than others but yeah um yeah i think any any engine builder really is like your first game is kind of got to be a throwaway so okay um it. yeah so um, I don't want to jump ahead of your mm-hmm. notes, True. but I mean that why? that was kind of the end of end of okay. my notes. So I wanted to why grab your questions. And why stuff like that. this game for me? Mm, okay. What will so, I like? What do you see me getting stuck on? Sure. So I feel like really the big hang up is right off the bat the theme, right? I like birds. Like it's yeah, just sure, the, sure. It's just like that's just y- not like an interesting board game. Yeah. Like kind of topic to really pull people in. But I know the type of games you like involve, like, I know you like Magic the Gathering yeah. and, uh, like, you mentioned Hearthstone, stuff yeah. like that. I know you like this kind of, like, tactical engine building yeah. kind yeah. of scenario. I think there's that fun of, like, is similar to, like, RTS games, real-time strategy, mm-hmm. like Age of Empire, yep. um, StarCraft. That's such think, a good example. I should have like, thought of that. Age things of Empire, where so. you're... It's like you're building out a system that's mm-hmm. actually like going to help you in the long run to do something better and more efficient. Like, mm-hmm. so like, it's so interesting because the mechanics of what you're talking about feel so detached from bird the watching. Theme. Yep. The theme. Yep. 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 But I'm very excited to like because as you explain, I'm like, oh no, this is like totally up my alley. Yeah. I I I honestly feel like you would have played this game years ago if it just had a different skin. You know, hundred like, percent. Like, if it was, I don't know, like, if the whole thing was army-themed and all the cards were different, like, types of soldiers or something, like, you'd be all over it all the time. Yeah, because you know me. I'm just all about blood and gore. Y- you know what I'm saying, though. <laughs> no, you no, know, no, like, no, that's no, just, in general, a more, like, cool topic that people yeah. tend to latch onto. So, I, f- I feel like it's just the skin that usually, like, is like, oh, that looks weird. I'm not going to yeah. not gonna pick that one up. What so. are, like, what are some things with this that, like, you say it's your favorite board game. Mm-hmm kind of are the thing yeah yeah like what about this one specifically so you find yourself getting like pulled into this one specifically it is the strategy of the engine builder is really like um i latch onto that really well yeah but it's also that um the game so much depends on the birds you are drawing and there's so many birds Mm. that every game is completely different from the last like that's cool you can't if, if you go into the game and you have, like, a set strategy yep. that you've kind of studied, you know, like, if you're playing, like, Civilization or something, you might always go for, like, a culture win because that's, that's what you know. That's what yep. you've studied and taken notes on. You cannot do that in this game because you might go for a certain type of win with, um, which this is a lot more simplistic, obviously. It's kind of like jazz. 
as a player. Yeah, like <laughs> you you have to you have to work with what you have. So if mm. you try forcing that type of play but you don't have the bird cards for it, it's just it's not going to work out for you. So you okay. you have to you have to constantly adjust every game, which makes it very repeatable. Like very uh it's always fun to return to it. It never mm. like I've I've played this game maybe 50 times. Wow. I've played this game so many times. Uh Holly and I, my wife Holly and I have my um, wife. My sorry, wife. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, everybody. All right, uh, that's a, that okay. was a lot. That that's was a the plot. only one on this entire podcast. <laughs> um, we 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 have like a running scoreboard of like who's won how many games, what our so high cool. scores so are, fun. and like there's different like categories you're getting points yep. on. We have like high scores in each of the categories and stuff like that. Like we have a whiteboard going with mm. like, and I I think I'm up like, I think I'm up like 18 to 16. Um, Dang. And and. To be fair, Holly is not a huge board game person. That's what I was going to say. Thing. That's what's interesting about it. She is not a huge board game person, but this board game is, for those type of people, it's almost the skin that draws them in. Like, it's very aesthetically pleasing, and it looks colorful mm. and fun. Kind of like a Mario. A yeah, bit. yeah. And then and then all of a sudden, you're, like, learning the strategies of this game and, like, falling in love with it. Like, it's I've never okay. seen a person not like this game. Wow. Yeah. Like, wow. every like even the most non-board game people are, like... Uh, like they might they might not be like oh i want to play that right away again but yeah. they were like that was fun like i okay. enjoyed that you know okay so yeah all right yeah those are the things I like. any any last things before we wrap up our first episode and i try some bird watching in wingspan um i don't i don't think so i think so. that's this was fun yeah this is really yeah. cool and we'll see you guys uh on the next episode and we'll see if i love the engine or if i get bored as if i was actually bird watching i really hope you love this game <laughs> how much is it good? you're like i have never found someone who hasn't liked this game yeah that's like you bold, bring it to the po- that was a bold that statement a bold for this statement. podcast <laughs> all right we're, we'll throw okay. that back to the second episode to remind everyone yep. of your bold statement so <laughs> okay co- cool can't wait uh this is ryan Mion signing off this is glenn brown signing off that. all right see you guys <laughs>